The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Wanted to get into some listener questions. Going to be putting out a post on social as well every week. So if you have a burning question, drop me a line. Uh, We'll start out in Minnesota, where a listener asks this. Trista, give me your thoughts on Jaden McDaniels. Will he take a step forward this year, or should they have moved him in the Gobert trade instead of Vanderbilt? I love Jaden McDaniels. 6'9", first-round pick in 2020. Everyone was talking about Jared Vanderbilt being the key piece in the Wolves-Jazz trade, and he's been good. He's been really good. But who the Jazz actually wanted was Jaden McDaniels. The Wolves said absolutely not, and now we see why. He went off for 19-6-3 with three steals, two blocks, and only one turnover on opening night. Oh, my God. That's that's borderline. All- he could be an all-star. That's borderline all-star numbers. Since then, he shot 54% from the field. We talked about the, the Wolves spacing problems earlier in the show but put Jaden on the top of the list of players who love having Rudy on the team because what we're looking at here is is classic weak side defensive help McDaniels is going to absolutely pad his stats this year despite Minnesota Timberwolves not looking very good and I think he's going to be one of the most top five most improved players in the league I would not be surprised to have him to see him average like 16 8 and 3 for the year and and if he does those spacing issues might just start to disappear and the Rudy Gobert trade will look better and better by the, by the minute. This next question comes from Twitter. Who are the three hardest players to guard in the NBA? I think this is a good question. There are so many ways, if you, if you think about it, in terms of how to get a bucket. And like you have to think about it in terms of who's the most uh, unstoppable at doing it their way. Like Giannis and Curry, completely different animals but both unstoppable. This is what Herb Jones said his top three was. Uh, Luca, KD, and Trey Young. I don't know if I saw Trey Young on that list. He looked pretty damn stoppable in the playoff series against Miami. I'm not going to lie. I think he averaged like seven and a half points. Uh, my top three hardest to guard, Giannis, number one. Have you seen what he's doing now? He's shooting threes. He's got the highest. Uh, he had 40-something points. He went had two threes, shot free throws really well, all in like 28 minutes of action, like just absolutely insane. He's so physically imposing. He's strong. He's agile. He adds new things to his game. And, of course, he's just massive. Steph, I think I think Steph could be number one as well. One-on-one, even off of a screen, he can just pull up from anywhere. If you sell out and, and people try to do that to him, he just is at the rim in a flash. 
because you've been too aggressive. His ball handling is elite. He just creates so much, they call it gravity, where the whole world, the whole basketball court just functions and flows towards him because they know how dangerous he is. So I really like him. And then Luca. Luca can do everything that Harden can do. But Luca is 6'7 and 230 pounds. He can back you down. He can use his body. He can take you off the dribble. He has insane range. He's got a mid-range. He's an amazing passer, so you're always worrying about that. Like, those are my top three. And finally, we go to the TikTok comment section sections for these fascinating questions. Uh, where do you have Tatum and Brown ranked as NBA duos? So here's the short list, and I'll give you the five, of the NBA duos I like. So you've got John Bain, I like a lot. You've got Chris Paul and Devin Booker, who I'm liking less and less by the moment. Ant and Carl Anthony Towns, which I'm liking less and less by the moment. Kawhi Leonard and PG. Braun and AD, which I, I think I hate now. KD and Kyrie. Steph and Clay. Giannis and Drew. I like Giannis and Drew quite a bit. Jimmy and Bam. Kind of a mid. I like them both, but like together, I wouldn't call them necessarily the biggest duo. DeRozan and Levine. But Levine, let's be honest, he's never on the floor because he always has a knee issue. Siakam and Barnes. Garland and Mitchell, but Garland's off the floor now, so we'll see about that. And Embiid and Harden. I thought about this for a while, for a long time. My top five duos are five, Harden and Embiid, even though they'll never win anything together, they're just very fun. Kawhi and PG. Kawhi is one of the more unstoppable players, too. Even though his game is so ugly and nasty, it's just sort of fundamentally sound and his body, he can get to the right spots whenever he wants. It doesn't feel effortless, but it feels inevitable, if that makes sense. KD and Kyrie, beautiful basketball. Probably the two most beautiful basketball players together in terms of their footwork, their uh, not just their basketball IQ, but their ability to, to handle the rock. Like I love the way that Kyrie handles the ball. Number two for me is Jaw and Desmond Bain. Jaw is insane. I don't even know what Jaw is. He's he's a, a robot. He's not a robot. He's like an alien. I've never seen somebody his size do the things that he can do. I don't, I don't know if it's even possible. And then number one has got to be Tatum and Brown. I think that this team, uh, and I should have mentioned this on the show, I am shocked that they are not taking a step back at all. And maybe I said this the last episode too, but Tatum and Brown look like they've got a step better. They've taken another leap. And this team looks like, even with some of the issues that they've had from a health standpoint, maybe the best team in the East right now. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Thursday with an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes from the offseason. Make sure you listen to the Jerry West interview. Really, really good. Uh, there's three parts to that. Make sure you listen to the Nick Nurse interview. We've got more interviews to come as well. So do not forget to download, subscribe. It, when you subscribe and download, it gives you a little alert when the episodes come out. So tell your friends about that. Every single damn one of them. I am about to see Paolo play the Knicks tonight. And I tell you what, I could not be more excited. If you see me in the arena, this will come out tomorrow. So either way, if you see me in the arena, I'm putting that out in the universe. Come say hi. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.